Hey guys, I just want to state before the episode starts that this week and last week's episode were pre-recorded. We are not hanging out or meeting or doing anything like that, like the episodes reflect. We hope that you are all following your local and federal government and the CDC suggestions of staying inside, staying safe, and keeping those around you safe. So without further ado, enjoy this episode and stay safe. It's fine, I'll fix it after. This is like, this is the worst. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, welcome to Snackdown. I'm Justin, and this is... Katie. And we have a special guest... Marilyn. Woo! (laughs) And I bet you're wondering where Andy is. And uh, Andy is not here this week, sadly. He has some family issues, health concerns. But he's fine. Yeah, he's fine. He's fine. And his family will be fine. But uh, I'm not going to go into too many details, but uh, we've been preparing for this, and he's going to be out for a little bit. So I'm doing a special episode with two of my friends, and then we will be off for about a week or uh, two weeks, depending on when Andy is finished with his business. <laughs> and then we'll be back full force. But I didn't want to do too many without Andy, but this is a special one and it'll be fun. And so Katie's been on before, so I said, hey, Katie, you want to do it with me? And then we both have a mutual friend who we both used to work with, Marilyn, and she's a, she's a listener also. So she said, sure. I did. (laughs) (laughs) And so I was trying to think of something different. I didn't have any good ideas, but then Marilyn had a great idea. So we're going to do some fantasy food snacks. Should I, should one of us talk about it? Yeah, we'll talk about it. Okay. First, wait, well, let's just talk about how we kind of know each other. So we all used to work together and, uh, well, that's it. (laughs) (laughs) But Marilyn's a great photographer. Thank mm-hmm. you. Yeah. I try. So now we've got an artist and a photographer, and I am the least talented person on the pod. You do Not music. <laughs> this is untrue. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Marilyn's a really good photographer, and that's kind of what she does. So I am trusting that Justin will do a good job with the Instagram photos for this I'll, feed. I will do a mediocre at best job <laughs> <laughs> for this feed. <laughs> but yeah, so we had, we're going to do some fantasy foods. And so we have a drink in front of us. And Katie looks a little confused. Marilyn kind of knows a little bit, maybe, of what it is. I have heard of it You've before, heard of it. Yeah. yes. I think you, oh, I don't know. I did mispronounce it, though, when you told me what we were drinking. So this first thing is called Bantha Milk, and it's from Star Wars. And Katie, you've never <laughs> seen Star Wars. No, like, I tri- I've tried to watch it, and I think I made it through... I'm not even going to say I made it through because I don't even remember any of it because I fell asleep, but not because I was boring. I was just tired. Which one did you watch, though? Um, Someone told me to watch in a certain order. Mm-hmm. I, I think everyone has mixed feelings about what order to watch it in. That's true. I saw Anakin Ugh. as a child. Yeah, that's oh, the worst. worst and he was racing around. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not a good way. It's okay that you fell asleep during that one. Oh. That's a bad one. <laughs> so the Bantha Milk. First comes up in the very first one made, which is A New Hope, which is like, they started at four for some reason. I'll never oh. really understand that. Well, when it started, was it four? Yeah, was it, I think it, it was, was called it was, four? It was episode four. Oh, interesting. Know. Yeah. That so interesting. who's in it? Like, what's going on? That's with like Luke and Leia. Luke Skywalker, Han Solo, Darth Vader. You ever heard of is him? Is Leia in that yeah, one? Yeah, I've heard of she Darth Vader. <laughs> yeah, because that's the, uh, um, Your Only Hope. Obi-Wan Kenobi's in it. Eh? Mm-hmm. So there's a young Obi-Wan and the one that you started to watch and you fell asleep. I feel like I've seen that one too, though. It's a good one. So the first time you see Bantha Milk, uh, it's in near the beginning of A New Hope, and Luke Skywalker is eating dinner with his aunt and uncle, and they are serving up some blue milk, which is Bantha Milk. Mm. So let's just taste this first. This is like a recreation. So Disney, the Disney parks has a bantha milk, but they mm-hmm. keep it a trade secret of how they do it. So oh, people boo, go and Disney. people go and taste it and like try to like figure out the flavor. So this is supposed to be pretty close. Although I did some substitutes. <laughs> so cheers, guys! Can we get a cheers sound? <laughs> We're using big beer mugs, so that was the clunks. Okay, here we go. It smells pretty good. That's delightful. Yes, it would be better if it was colder, but. I wonder if I added some ice in or something, because it mm-hmm. didn't really call for ice. It's so, sort of like a pina colada. Yeah, mm-hmm. it kind of tastes pina colada-ish, island-ish. It'd probably be good with some rum. Mm-hmm. It would be really good with some rum. So what's in this is, it's the base of it is rice milk, and then 
Katie's laughing because I have <laughs> bantha milk beard. <laughs> I uh, put some rice milk in this, and it's got some frozen pineapple chunks. And then there's some passion fruit in there. There's some watermelon in there. There's some coconut and lime juice. And then some blue food coloring because it was kind mm-hmm. of a, like a pinkish hue. A lot. I didn't use, so it calls for <laughs> syrups or flavorings, and I didn't have that. So I use like actual cream of coconut. I use actual chunks of watermelon. I used real lime juice, and I used passion fruit nectar or something like that from Goya. Mm-hmm. I figured it would all work out fine. It tastes good. It does taste good. I would stop by one of the galaxy watering holes and <laughs> grab one. So you haven't seen the new Star Wars, Katie? Actually, one of them's on Netflix, I think. The first one's got to be by now, I would think. It's one of the new, new ones. There's a young girl, and she goes and finds... Finn? Isn't it Luke Skywalker? Doesn't she have to go find him? Yes. And he's okay, in this, so like, rocky area. Yeah. I didn't like that. Was that I think the I end liked where it she if found? I was attached to the franchise. No. <laughs> no? No one liked it? No, some people did. I stopped The new ones? It. You didn't like the new ones? I like the new ones. I hated the last movie, though. I didn't, that's the one I haven't seen. I haven't seen the newest. newest I won't. One. I won't spoil anything. But I didn't like the last. I didn't like how it ended. So I'm not a big fan of the new ones. I liked Rogue One, and I actually liked Solo. Of the three main franchise movies, I didn't really like. I, I didn't like the writing. So Bantha Milk. So we always look up stuff on Wikipedia for our, the histories <laughs> of our drinks. So Bantha Milk is produced by female Banthas. Oh, <laughs> is there a picture? Oh, well, maybe I could look up a Bantha. Are but, they in um, the films? Do you see a Bantha? Possibly. Can you ride probably a Bantha? do. Star Wars, the universes, like, there's a million different planets and yeah, and the, different, like, people look totally different from planet to planet, and there's animals. The so. lore is huge for Star Wars because there's lots of books. There's lots of Star Wars books. Mm-hmm. And there's animated Star Wars movies. There's so much, like, lore that goes on with Star Wars. It's not just, like, the films. It's like oh my gosh. Uh, Water Buffalo, uh. Woolly Mammoth. Oh, they're kind of cute. They've got like ram oh, yeah. horns. Oh, yeah. The sand people ride those. That one picture, you though, know, kind of Tatooine. looks like they have the same haircut as uh, Karen. Miss Karen, let me speak to the manager. You ever seen those memes? I haven't. Oh. But so <laughs> Sentience drank it. And also it's used in ice cream, butter, and yogurt. It was notably available on outer rim planets such as Tatooine, Lothal, and Lamu. I remember <laughs> I don't Tatooine. I know what you just said. But <laughs> Tatooine. Mm-hmm. It's like a desert planet, isn't yeah. it? Mm-hmm. Well, that picture of a bantha was a sand person riding it. So that's the from. little guy with the black mask and the like lights for eyes that like destroy like robots and and like they. Strip no, those all are the, the those are the little. <gasps> that was a Mandalorian. Yeah, the sand people are in the Mandalorian are the ones that he like makes a deal with to cross the desert. Yep. Yeah. So I haven't seen any of the movies, but I but you definitely watched know sand Mandalorian for Baby Yoda. Baby Yoda is really cute. I watched the whole Mandalorian, and I was just waiting for them to reveal his face. Mm-hmm. And it took a really long time, but it they did. finally did. I can't say I was surprised or anything. It's just not what I thought he would look like. Yeah, me neither. Yeah, same. Strange. <laughs> I thought the Mandalorian was a little slow. Did you guys? I'm not a big fan of the Mandalorian. Man, this beard is hard to drink with the milk. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, yeah, I've gotten into a lot of arguments with people about The Mandalorian. Again, I didn't really like the writing and the dialogue. I felt like they, they played on a lot of nostalgia. So, like, in every episode, there was something from, like, older Star Wars movies that people were like, oh, yes, they're on, like, Tatooine, or, like, there's, like, AT-AT Walkers, or there's... Oh, I remember that one. Yeah, I mean, there were good moments. Yeah, there it. were good moments. But I think as a standalone story, I wasn't hugely impressed with it. I think they could have made like one of those in-between movies out of The Mandalorian and yeah. just called it a day. Yeah. They didn't need to do like a whole series. Unless they're going to go somewhere really interesting with it in yeah, future we'll seasons. Maybe if they get more money. Although Disney has all the money in the world, so mm-hmm. they don't mm-hmm. need more money to make The Mandalorian. <laughs> so and Baby the- Yoda had like the most generic baby voice like, the first time it, like, laughed or something, I probably every weird baby in any movie has the same. They just have it on, like, a clip, and I'm like, hee, hee, hee. <laughs> I wanted it to sound more, like, gremlin-y or something. But that was just, like, the most generic baby laugh. One of the things with the Mandalorian that I was most surprised with was, so Baby Yoda's supposed to be, like, 50 years old. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. 
So I'm like, man, like the time from like a like a baby to adult is like huge. I know they live a long time, that race or whatever, but still like to be almost like an infantile at 50. Yeah. How old is they ever say how old Yoda is? I think he's several hundred years old, but still we'd like, he's walking. He's 25. Uh, <laughs> I want to see a baby Ewok. Do oh, you yeah. ever see baby Ewok in the series? There's one in like the little Good. back carrier in one there of them. is yeah, yeah i need a series that revolves around a baby ewok oh yeah because i'd be all over that maybe there's you know how they had like baby rugrats maybe they'll be like baby yoda will have a friend and like a baby ewok and they'll have like a little That'd side story sign me up for that mm-hmm. <laughs> i'll watch so the actual bantha milk that that they drank it's called lifelong milk and because they were shooting in north africa it was like hot so they couldn't have like refrigerated milk so it's like unrefrigerated milk and i guess it's like kind of gross and they could put like blue food coloring in it and other stuff and mark hamill said it was like disgusting like it would like trigger your gag reflex ew so it was like a real drink they made is it in the store of the star wars books i think so so bantha milk is like a A thing it must be a thing it might have started with that first movie and then like grown in the lore but you know but he said it was really gross. But he's like, you know, people knock on me for not being a great actor, but I drank that milk and you can't tell that it was disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> this is not disgusting. No. This is really So, yeah. Mm-hmm. I actually, you guys will be happy. I went looking for lifelong milk today just to see so we could like taste what it really was when he, but I couldn't find it. <laughs> I'm, glad I'm glad you didn't find it. I think they sell it at like camp stores because it's like dehydrated, oh, you know, like sense. for like yeah. camping, yeah. like backpacking. Yeah. So I'm like, oh, they'll be happy I didn't find it. But this is like mm-hmm. Disney's like. Because no one's going to go and go to Disney Park and drink, like, Warm long, milk. gross milk. Yeah, no. But. I think this would... This is worth the admission price. Mm, delish. Okay, mm, so mm, mm. next uh, treat we're going to get into. We're going to climb... Oh, so I have bantha milk on my beard. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to climb the giant mountains and cross over into Middle Earth. My favorite. <gasps> so we're going to eat some lambus bread. Lambus bread? Is it lambus? lambus oh, or lambus? no, you're right. It is lambus bread. Lambus bread. And so Lembus bread is what they had in Lord of the Rings, and it's created by elves. Mm-hmm. And they believe that J.R.R. Tolkien kind of based it off hardtack, because hardtack is like a similar idea. It's for like, you know, it's like bread that lasts a long time. Lembus bread is traditionally wrapped in leaves, Leaves, correct? yeah. You are correct. See, so have you read the Lord of the Rings books? I have. I read The Hobbit, mm-hmm. and I really like The Hobbit. I tried reading Lord of the Rings when I was younger, and I don't think I was into all the detail. I didn't pick it up until after, I think, the second movie. Mm-hmm. But I had never even heard of Lord of the Rings or mm-hmm. The Hobbit up yeah. until probably the first movie was like on DVD. And I was just like, oh, this looks like I might like it. And I watched it, and like the next day, I was like, dragged my sister to the movie theater I was like, we're going to see the second one. <laughs> and it was in theaters. And I, I like, drank it up it was so good and then i could not wait for the third movie and i think i was in college when the third one came out and i went to like the midnight showing and sat in the front row and it was like a three and a half hour movie yeah but it was like it was awesome so i have you not watched lord of the rings movies either no i've seen all those i just it was something that my dad liked that i would watch with him and he had them on no i was I really liked Smeagol. <laughs> Smeagol. So, yes. you know, Gollum. So Gollum would not eat Lembus bread. He would refuse. And so I guess apparently, like other product of elves, it was offensive to creatures that were corrupted by evil. I remember that the hobbits ate a lot of it, and it's supposed to be like one bite will sustain you for like mm-hmm. a long time. And the hobbits had like eaten like two loaves or something. <laughs> well, like they had to have elevensies, guys. <laughs> So, yeah, you're right, Marilyn. The bread was very nutritious and stayed fresh for months when wrapped in Malorn leaves and was for subsidence for long journeys. And Lumbrous bread, like the secret, I guess, was was just among elves. Like no one else knew how to make Lumbrous bread. It was like a trade secret among elves. And I guess it was very rare that people not elvish would eat the bread. Also, the fellowship lucked out. yeah. So let's try some Lumber's bread. So this was made by, shout out to Don, the photographer where I work. And the a local of elf. Ours. Yeah, the local <laughs> elf. He's tall. He, he oh, elvish. Don could totally be an elf. What's an elvish name that sounds like Don? Maybe Don with a D-A-W-N, the like the event. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, so we should only take one bite and I'll be good till like next week. Next week. Yeah, when you yeah. go home, you can tell Dan you already ate dinner because mm-hmm. you had some Lumber's bread here, I believe. <laughs> 
So Don made this for us because Don's a pretty good cook, and he made something else for us in a little bit we'll have also. So basically this Lumbus bread is flour, honey, and Don said he used honey because he figured it would be easier to find in Middle Earth. (laughs) (laughs) I bet the hobbits could find us some honey. This smells amazing. I can smell Mm. the honey. It kind of smells a little bit like cornbread. Or shortbread. Shortbread and, yeah, honey with shortbread. But I cover my cornbread in honey, so maybe that's what I'm thinking. Probably. (laughs) It tastes like pie crust, right? It yeah. does. It tastes like pie crust made with honey. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. Wow, I'm good. very full. <laughs> <laughs> Ugh, we can't go on. So it's supposed to have like a Lord of the Rings lumbus bread as like brown crusted outside and then like a little like lighter creamy center color wise. These are a little thin, so they kind of have like the same color throughout, but the edges are a little bit darker. Did you just... I'm crossing worlds. Okay, he's crossing universes and dipping lumbus bread in bantha milk. <laughs> It's pretty good. Mm, this is actually really good. I think my compliments to Don. Mm-hmm. I think I would, I would eat this. Mm, it is very crumbly. Yeah, it just reminds me of like a sweet pie crust. Mm-hmm. Have you ever had pie crust cookies? Mm-mm. No. They're really good. You just use the extra pie crust and like put some butter and cinnamon on them and then just cook it. Hmm. Like just like ripped pieces of pie crust. Pie crust? It's kind of what it reminds me of. Like, if I was a hobbit and I was like, oh, how could I make this better? Mm-hmm. <laughs> because I feel like hobbits would want to, like, dress it yeah. up a bit. I'd be like, oh, I'd, you know, bake it with some butter and cinnamon and sugar. Yeah, I wonder if you put, like, even, like, a little bit of, like, jelly on this or, like, jam or something. That'd be good. I'm dipping. Okay, I've got to try this now. <laughs> I'm going to dip it in there. Aren't there places you can go and you can, like, see a hobbit hole? Or is that just, like, where they filmed yeah, it's where they filmed it in so Middle Earth. Have to go to or Middle Earth in Middle Earth. <laughs> yeah, really is it New Zealand? New Zealand. Yes, New Zealand. Yes. I would like to go to New Zealand just because it's a really beautiful country. Mm-hmm. And you the, to see the Hobbit holes in the Shire. Mm-hmm. The Shire. I wish that really existed. I want to live in a the side of a hill. That'd be fun. Yeah, sign me up. That's a and it's not like it was like a you know gross dirty hole. It oh, was nice. like there were nice. like this nice little fire and. I mean, it looked like a little mansion underground. Mm-hmm. My uh, mom, when she was in like high school, I want to say, her teacher said by the time, like in 20 years or something like that, everyone would be living underground or something like that. It <laughs> <laughs> just definitely didn't come true. I don't know about that. But I like I that was... it looked still very bright. Like you think of living underground, you have no sunlight, but you had yeah. windows. When I was in Ireland, we went to the Cliffs of Moher and they have like their visitor center is built into a hill. And... When I saw it, I was like, oh, my God, it's like a hobbit hole. What a great idea. And the Ireland kind of looks like the Shire mm-hmm. without trees, mm-hmm. with a, a yeah. little less trees, I think. Mm-hmm. But I think that's why I liked it there so much. Yeah. I would totally be a hobbit if I if I could be any fantasy, live in any kind of fantasy world. It would be Middle really? Earth. Yeah. Well, if you had to pick we'll between that it. and Harry Potter. <laughs> that would actually be really hard for me. The but, what if, but see, in Lord of the Rings... Mm-hmm. I feel like you're not pigeonholed into like you have wizard powers or you're a muggle. Like, if, what if you went into the you were in the world of Harry Potter, but then you were like a muggle? It'd be just like right now. I wouldn't even know. So then that's not exciting. <laughs> well, I guess you could be in true. You could be in Middle Earth, be a human. It's not exciting. But you could still like fight a dragon or something like that. You know what I mean? Like the humans mm-hmm. still had like you could still interact with like other. I don't know. I think the reason I like Middle Earth is because. They don't have, like, modern technology. Mm-hmm. It was, like, a whole world unto itself. Yeah. And mm-hmm. there's, like, no cars, so you get to ride horses, which is right up my alley. And then, you know, hobbits are awesome. Elves. I mean, I would totally go to Rivendell. Did I say that right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I feel like it's been a long time since I've watched some of these shows and read these books. It has been a while. I haven't watched Star Wars in a while just because George Lucas, like, edited the old ones and it just bugs me. And you can't buy the originals anymore. I'm such a big stickler for how bad CGI, like I can't stand CGI. Coincidentally, in Lord of the Rings, it's real bad. If you go back and see like the last, I feel like it's maybe in Return of the Kings. Mm-hmm. And you see Legolas like jump up the legs of, what do they call him, an olifant or whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, it's so bad. It looks like you're watching a video game. It's funny because at the time I remember it being really good. So do I. And I was thinking now I'm like, you know, Lord of the Rings was like so good back in the day. But I have watched a clip of it recently and I'm like, 
Maybe it wasn't. <laughs> Maybe my memory is just wrong. Even the Harry Potters came a long way. Like you watch the first one and it's Oof, like laughable. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then you get to like the later ones and it's like believable. Yeah. Yeah, but the later ones, they just don't have the same magic of the first one. I think the first ones were so good because you were introduced to the whole world. All right. Well, we'll get to Harry Potter soon. We have one more treat and then we'll take a break and get a different drink. So, this is another thing made by Dawn. I don't know how to cross. We're going to step into a wardrobe (laughs) in Middle Earth and pass into Narnia. (laughs) So, Dawn made us some Turkish delights. Famously given to Edmund by the White Witch. Yep. Mm -hmm. Have you guys ever had Turkish delight before? No. I have no idea of what even is. So, I had Turkish delight when I was a kid. I think we had it. There was like a candy shop or something like that that had like Narnia Turkish delights. And I remember being able to try the Turkish delights. I don't remember what it tasted like, but I remember we were all like, eh. Like, that was my memory of, like, you're excited. Because the way they describe it in the book is, like, so, like. The best thing yeah, ever. Yeah, like, he turned in his whole, like, family because He betrays everyone him, yeah, for it. for Turkish delights. So, like, you're like, what is me. this? Like, am I going to, like, leave my family for this candy? And you're like, oh, that's what it tastes like. Okay. Is it candy? Kind of, yes. So, when I first looked at the how to make it, it looked like a lot of work. But Don was like, meh, I can do that. Because Don's quite the chef. And he makes really good desserts. But he made a disclaimer on these. Like He's like, these are really made for movies. And like not really what I would do for a dessert. <laughs> so like if we don't like it, it's not Don's fault. It was... I feel like when I heard about it, I thought it was like a made-up fantasy kind of thing. But it's a real dessert. Yeah, Turkish delight is a real thing. Yeah, just like I'm assuming, what, European? More popular in Europe? Yeah, I think it is. So they're like reddish cubes. They're covered in powdered sugar just so they don't, like, stick. Katie looks disgusted. (laughs) Hopefully it's not jello-y. It's jello-y. I'm trying to think what I would would describe them as. Have you ever seen those mouse pads where they have, like, that squishy part that you can, like, rest your wrist on? Yeah. That's what it feels like. The gel. The gel, yeah. And these are rose water flavored? There's some rose water in there, yeah. That's exciting. Okay. The whole thing, or do you bite it? It does smell like a rose. Yeah, it does. Which may be a good or bad thing. Good or bad thing, yeah. (laughs) I would not be betraying my family for something like this. At first, I was like, wow, that's really good. That was the powdered sugar I was tasting. It's not bad. It's just very different. I think it's pretty good. It doesn't taste like a rose, which is good. I was Mm -hmm. afraid it was going to taste like really floral. It tastes like sweet rose water. That's what it is. (laughs) It's Mm -hmm. sort of like a gummy, I guess. Yeah. I didn't really have an idea of what it was in my head, but just from the movie, like what I see him taking out of the pan, I assumed it was some like somewhat doughy. I thought it would have like that pizza stretch. Yes. Like when you were like bite into it. Like really melty. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like kind of like melt in your mouth. It would be like. Uh, more like taffy almost. Yeah. This is like more solid jello. Yeah, it's like a gummy. Like a gummy that was sugar. like in the heat too long, so it's like kind of melty. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but still somehow holding its form. Yeah. <laughs> so what's in this is sugar, water, lemon juice, and you got your cornstarch, cream of tartare, mm-hmm. and rose water, and then red fruit coloring, because otherwise it's like a brown. And the way you make it is like you take the sugar and the water, and you kind of, and the lemon juice, and you like heat it up and you like stir it or whatever and you get it to like a certain temperature and it once it gets to 240 degrees you're ready to mix it with something else and then in the other one you're taking the cornstarch the cream of tartare and some more water and you're making a mixture with that and heating it up and you're constantly stirring and then you pour the hot sugar water into that and you stir and you're stirring for like an hour it's like an hour of like stirring and i was like that's like a lot of work (laughs) way to go down yeah and i'm Mm -hmm. like that because we were watching a video and someone's like, you stir and you stir and you do, then you mix this in and you like, stir. And I'm like, I'm not going to ask Don to make this for me. Like, that's a lot of work. And then Don was watching it and I was like, oh, this is easy. I'll do it. It's so, like risotto. Risotto yeah. is such a pain in the butt, but it tastes really good when you're done. But then it, like you, once it's all done, you add the, like the rose water and the food coloring and then you kind of like let it sit and then you like cut it the next day after it's cooled. And then you add the powdered sugar basically just so it doesn't stick. So the traditional flavor is rose water? I think so, rose yeah. water? Cause I, Looked it up on Amazon, and they had a whole bunch of different flavors, and a lot of times I saw it with uh, pistachios. Ooh, oh, that'd be kind of good. I think I would like a pistachio in that, mm-hmm. like if you added some kind of other element, especially if it was like salty, because it was so sweet that if you added like some crunch, it would be good. Mm-hmm. So Turkish Delight, or locum, 
is a family of confections based on a gel of starch and sugar. Premium varieties consist largely of chopped dates, pistachios, and hazelnuts or walnuts bound by gel. But traditional varieties are flavored with rosewater, mastique, bergamot, orange, or lemon. Ooh. Mm. I feel like bergamot or... Mm-hmm. What the heck is mastique? I have no yeah, idea. Yeah, I don't know what that is. Was it citrus? A resin obtained by mastique trees. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, in pharmacies and nature shops, it's called Arabic gum. Oh. I mean, I've heard of that. I don't know what the flavor is, though. So I think they're pretty good, actually. I'm going to have a second one. Now, should we dip this in the bantha milk? <laughs> Might as well. <laughs> I'm eating more lambas bread. Mm. Yeah, this is really good. One bite wasn't enough to Not fill me sustained. out mm. That is very sugary, Justin. <laughs> very sugary. Well, they were, like, really sticking together. Don said he had, like, a problem with that. So he kept adding, like... More powdered sugar. He added more because they were all stuck together, so then he had to add more in. I don't really taste the smell. Like, I was smelling the rose, but I don't really taste the rose water very much. That's good, though, because rose water, I think, is one of those flavors that can get, like, way Mm -hmm. in your face and start tasting like soap if there's too much in there. That's the same way I feel about lavender. So you love lavender, and lavender is also, like, a floral thing, like rose water. Mm -hmm. But if you just have too much lavender... I had these lavender cookies once, and it just, I felt like I was eating a plant. It was just, like, way too much lavender. I think lemon can be like that, too. If you put too much lemon flavoring in, it'll be, like, pine salt cleaner or something. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I feel like lavender is odd, though. Like, all the floral type of flavors. If you give someone a cookie that's too lemony, they're kind of like, oh, I don't really care for this, but they're not, like, weirded out by it. If they taste something that has way too much, wow. like, lavender in it, they're mm-hmm. like, this tastes like soap. Yeah, because lavender isn't a normal thingy like you don't eat lavender every day like lemon (laughs) katie Katie does does. katie's like is eating lavender and like a lavender shirt and a lavender coat like she just loves lavender it's the aesthetic no i put lavender um syrup in my coffee that's right it's really good but yeah lemon i mean you put lemon in lots of things like almost every cocktail that we've had has had lemon in it Mm -hmm. and then you use lemon in a lot of cooking especially fish but lavender yeah you don't use it in cooking or culinary arts very often i mean your first Mm -hmm. thought with lavender is flour, not like, oh, that delicious meal I had with lavender. And it's not, I feel like lemon you could use for a variety of cooking. Like you put it on chicken or it can be sweets or lavender. I feel like people don't put on anything that's not sweet, at least that I know of or have had. Yeah. I don't think Lavender so. chicken? I don't know. Yeah. yeah. I'll try it. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder what, if you could make a lavender Turkish delight though. I think that might be good. That would be delicious. Yeah. I like them the more that I have. Yeah, I think they're pretty good. Maybe I should try another bite, but... What is cream tartare? Cream of tartar? Yeah. Is it... tartar. I thought that had something to do with, like... <laughs> this is going to be... This is like my... Yeah, I'll stick with the lumbus bread. <laughs> what the heck, Edmund? I know. That makes him, like, a worse character. It really does. Yeah, because now it's like... I've lost even more respect for him. Yeah. Is it tartare, or is it just... Tartar. Tartar. <laughs> I like tartar. tartar. You just keep saying tartar. Tartar. <laughs> Raise my pinky high. Is potassium bitrate, also known as potassium hydrogen tartrate, with formula KC4H5O6. <laughs> it's a byproduct of winemaking. Oh, huh. Interesting. In cooking, it is known as cream of tartar. Tartar. It is processed from the potassium acid, salt of tartaric acid. The resulting powdery acid can be used in baking or as a cleaning solution. That's oh, weird. <laughs> hmm. It's like, I don't need to pick any up at the store. I have some under the sink. <laughs> so out of those three favorites. Bantha the mouth. bread. The bread. Yeah, I like the elvish bread. I'm going to Star Wars on this one. That was a good drink. Yeah, I think this drink would be even better if it was colder. And like Katie said, maybe some rum. Yeah, I feel like this would be fantastic. <laughs> With some rum. Okay. Wait, so what kind of candy would you guys betray your family for? The ultimate cursed candy. Candy? I don't know about candy. Or sweets, I guess. Probably, Any sweets. maybe baklava. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's a really good baklava the other day. Right now, I think I'd do it for an eclair. I've been really liking those, like a homemade Pop-Tart. Ooh. Mm. Also, like a really good cheese danish. Like a real Oh, one. I do love a cheese danish. Yeah, those are good. that's delicious. All right, well, we're going to take a break. And we're going to come back with a drink, and then we're going to have a couple other things, and we'll finish it out. Bye!
And we're back! Yay! And we've got some butterbeer from Harry Potter. So these two guests here, Marilyn and Katie, are the biggest Harry Potter fans that I've ever met. I believe that. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I've met people that like Harry Potter, and that doesn't compare to these too. Katie and I would kill it at a Harry Potter trivia night. Yeah. They, wouldn't yeah. even, they wouldn't even need to study. They we, already like list facts in their sleeps. <laughs> wait, which house? There, oh, no, you, you go. go. Yeah, what you houses go. are we all? Oh, wait, we know. I think Do we, we know yours. I'm Ravenclaw. I would have As that. expected. <laughs> <laughs> We're such nerds. I'm a Hufflepuff. I'm a Gryffindor. Gryffindor! Yay. Ten points. Um, <laughs> it's so funny. Like, I feel like everyone I know is disappointed that they're Gryffindor. But isn't that like... It's a good house in the movies and in the books. Because yeah. it's like the Harry house, but I think yeah. everyone like is like, oh, that's like boring. Like that's They want to like, be something yeah, different. Yeah, they want to be something like different than like the main character. It's not that I wanted to be different. It's just not what I expected. Well, what are the qualities? Uh, Bravery, I know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think you're pretty brave. I could be brave, yeah. Let's try some of this butterbeer while, oh, yeah. while we're looking this up. Should we clink? Let's do oh, the clink clink. again. Clink. <laughs> Cheers. <laughs> it's worse than the phantom milk. It's all in my beard. <laughs> <laughs> mm. So, going on how me and Marilyn are some big fans, we did a Harry Potter themed baby shower at work. Yes, and they had it all set up with like the tables and the different, um, what are they? The jewels were in the... Yeah, in the, the house points. The house points. And the puff was in the lead for that event, of course. We had a framed picture of that guy that, like... Uh, oh, Sirius Black. Sirius Black. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And it was, like, we used an iPad, so, like, it was, like, actual Moving. motion. Moving. That was cool. Yeah, that was awesome. And they had chocolate frogs. Mm-hmm. Handmade wands. It was mm-hmm. the best baby shower ever. It was one of the best parties the best. I think I've ever been to. Like, Same. Like decoration-wise, it was just yeah. like... Yeah, and Don also awesome. made butterbeer. Yeah, so yes. Don made butterbeer, and he kind of instructed me how to make this, and I did not do as good a job as Don did. It's still pretty good. So when you're... You kind of take cream soda, and you mix in butter extract and caramel extract, but we could not find caramel extract anywhere, so I just used caramel syrup, like for coffee syrup. And uh, you take a whole two liter of cream soda, and you're only putting in a fourth teaspoon of both of those, so it doesn't... I feel like it doesn't do a lot to the cream soda. And then you make a mixture of heavy whipping cream and butterscotch and powdered sugar. But I just, Don was like, just get whipped. Like, just the ready cream. whip. Yeah, mm-hmm. just get ready whip and just pour it on top and then pour the butterscotch on top. Because I don't have the materials to whip anything. You know, I don't have like a frother or a whipper. And I don't have a way to, once I've made that, to then <laughs> like... <laughs> I don't have a way to like then like squirt it. I feel like when, when Don did it, he had some sort of dispenser. He had like a whipped cream dispenser. Yeah, he has that. So I didn't yeah. have any of that. So he's just like, eh, pour the butterscotch on top. So this ready whip makes like a seal over the cream soda. It's really hard to get to the when you tip the glass, it barely moves. So some of the other ingredient, some of the other recipes, there's like a whole process of like heating stuff up and simmering things and then getting it to a certain temperature. I don't have any sort of like candy, candy thermometer or anything like that. So that was too tough. And then some of the other ones, you like milkshake it kind of. It's like a like vanilla ice cream with cream Ooh. soda and then some butterscotch. And then you kind of like blend it into like a smoothie-ish type thing. That sounds good. When mm-hmm. we went, I went to um, the Harry Potter world. I think they had frozen butterbeer and regular butterbeer. Mm-hmm. Did you, have you been there? Yeah, I had the regular one. I had the frozen one and the frozen one was delicious. Really? It was like ridiculously good. It was like kind of icy and almost like a slushy. So what's your guys' favorite? Give a, do you have a favorite movie and a favorite book? Are they the same? Or are they mm. different? <laughs> Usually I say Order of the Phoenix is my favorite. Because I think that's where like Luna really starts to shine as a character. And I love her. Order of the Phoenix is the one after that like hedge maze game, right? Yes. Triwizard yeah. Tournament. What, what one is that? The Triwizard Tournament yeah. is for? The Goblet of Fire. Goblet, Goblet of Fire. Fire, yeah. I like the movies. Starting with Or the Phoenix and on. I like really like the like the second half of the saga, basically. I like the third book. That's always been my favorite one. And I do like the third movie. But I feel like the fourth one, The Goblet of Fire, is the easiest one. Like it's the most entertaining on its own and you don't like I don't feel the need to like watch the third one or the fifth one. I and everyone likes that one because there's a lot of action and the dragon and Yeah, that one is pretty fun. I almost want to say the first one because like 
that was like my whole introduction to Harry Potter, like for the movie, because I had kind of heard of it, but I'd never read the books or anything. And one day it was just like on ABC Family and I was somewhat hungover. (laughs) um, I just had nothing else to do. So I just sat and watched this movie and I was like, oh, should I watch it? I really kind of wanted to read the books before I watched it. And I was just like, no, it's just it's on. I'm going to watch it. So I watched it, and I was just like, what is this? This is the most fantastic thing I've ever seen. And the movies are pretty close to the books. They're just not as detailed, right? Yeah, I'd say so. They didn't, like, change anything, right? I like to keep them, like, sort of separated in my mind because the Harry that the books write about I feel like is a little more charming than, no offense to Daniel Radcliffe, <laughs> <laughs> or full offense. <laughs> I just... I didn't like do it right. Yeah, I <laughs> yeah. like the character Harry. Well, like especially like the Harry Jenny like mm-hmm. relationship. Like I feel like it doesn't come across in yeah, the movie. Yeah, I was kind of so all when of a I was from there. not reading the books, I had no idea who this character was, and I kind of always thought that uh, Harry and Hermione. Hermione. Her, yeah, <laughs> 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 I'm showing my like horrible knowledge. I always thought you know the main character usually like falls in love and it's like the three of them and i always thought like you know oh they all get together and then all of a sudden he's with like this other person i was like where did this person come from i I don't know they didn't like she's always kind of been there but she's always kind of been there but like they didn't really build up her character enough to be the love interest of like the main character character, you know so before we move on one of these things i have a quick narnia story Mm -hmm. because we didn't talk much about narnia so when we were kids my grandpa read the narnia books and recorded him on recorded him reading them on tape cassettes and he did voices for all the characters oh my goodness so whenever i think of like especially like the first narnia book that's all i can think of it's my grandpa we had these tape cassettes listening to him like read the stories and doing like voices for all the characters that is adorable do you still have them I think my mom has them somewhere. Oh, you gotta like put them like into yeah. today's technology so that you like never lose them. Yeah. That's yeah. really cool. So we got two more things. We've got some going along with the butterbeer, we've got some Harry Potter birdie bots. I've been dreading this one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So birdie bots, explain birdie bots. So they are in every flavor bean. And when they say that, they mean every flavor. Oh, here we go. So these birdie bots. So they they actually had these in the books and the movies, and they were they they were gross ones. Yeah. So. But you didn't know. Dumbledore came in and was talking to Harry, and at the end of that conversation, he asked if he could have one of these, and he takes one out and eats it. And he's like, "Oh, earwax." Yeah. So I've had a couple of these. So there's some good flavors like tutti frutti, lemon, green apple, watermelon. But then there's other ones like vomit, soap, <laughs> rotten egg, grass. I've had the rotten egg one, and it was absolutely disgusting. I think that's what I'm most afraid of. No, there was one. I don't, I know, I don't see it on here. Oh, well, it's on the other side. Booger. That was Booger? so gross. Oh, God. I kind of like the grass one. I mean, earthworm doesn't sound very appetizing. No. So we closing our eyes and just eating a really gross Are one, sure? probably. I think we I'm have scared. To do okay. That. All right, we're going to. And we got to decide which one it was. Uh, yeah. Are we all doing... We okay. do it at the same time. Ready? Okay. Go. Ooh, safe. Oh. safe. <laughs> mm. Mine's... Oh, God. <laughs> I can't tell if it's dirt. How are we going to tell what we're eating? Oh, I think it was earthworm. Mine tastes good. Tell. I think it's banana? Yeah, mine was earthworm. That was disgusting. Black pepper. <laughs> oh, God. Um, it wasn't that bad. I gagged a little. <laughs> yeah, I think mine's banana. That was oh, pleasant. You're lucky. But that's the fun of these. You mm-hmm. never know what you're going to get. But the bad ones are bad. It's You've never tried red. a booger before, Katie? No. I can see at least one in mine. I handed oh, Katie a willing. booger for her to eat. <laughs> she's making a face. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> she's spitting it out. Oh. <laughs> it is so gross. Ew. It was just kind of a weird flavor, and all of a sudden it got salty. Mm-hmm. All right, Justin, try the rotten egg. No, that's the worst <laughs> Or it's buttered popcorn. Oh, no. God. Or this is earwax. Or lemon. Is this earwax? Earwax. I it don't know. giving me earwax. I feel like of the bad ones. Oh, oh. Justin. <laughs> <laughs> no. Oh, no. Oh, what was it? I don't know. It's just bad. It must have been what earwax, did you get right? It? Rotten egg. No, it didn't have that sulfur flavor. Or okay. does it now? It it's still stuck in my... All right, should I just... Should I, should I go blind That's again? Right. Yeah. All right, all right. But show us. Close up. your eyes. <gasps> oh, that's black pepper. That's not terrible. It is very peppery. 
I still have a little piece of that earwax stuck in my teeth. Ew. Ew. <laughs> I sought out earwax, but that's definitely marshmallow. You're looking for earwax? I'll find mm-hmm. earwax. I'm going to do it with Katie. Okay. Ready? Are you eating the whole thing? Yeah. What does it say about you if you're like, no, it's not that bad? <laughs> this it's really earwax. not bad. Mine's kind of citrusy. This? Yeah. Are you like sure? It's soda. Mm. Earwax soda. I don't know what that is. Mm, earwax wasn't bad. You should try earthworm because I just almost vomited. That does look a little earthwormy. Could be cinnamon though. No, it's earthworm. (laughs) It's gross, isn't it? It's like dirt and something else. We've talked about this before on the podcast a little bit, but like it's so weird how they can recreate flavors with things that aren't like we talked about in the plant-based episode, like recreating a flavor with something that's not that thing. Mm -hmm. So like, I mean, they're not putting earthworms in these things or grass. But, like, I just had the grass one. It tasted very... Like grass. Grassy, yeah. I've never had a vomit one. It sounds horrible, though. That does sound I do bad. right here. Even the color of it is vomit. What yeah. color is it? Eat it. I haven't had enough bad it. ones, so eat I, it. I have to. Eat it. Eat it. <laughs> or it's tutti fruity. No, that's vomit. Oh. Mm. Ew. <laughs> Ew. The vomit one was edible. It goes bad, but, like, I could not finish the... Booger one or like the earwax or the rotten egg. Have you tried? You did you tried try rotten egg? I've tried it before. Yeah. I didn't try it today. What is this one? I, it can't be anything good at that color. Like, <laughs> do they make a liver? Ew. I'm going to try it. Is it this one? Uh, sort of? All right. So now let's. Yours, yeah, yours has little, little spots. white spots. I wonder if a bad, a good one can counteract a bad one. Like a cherry earthworm. That tastes what like is meat. It? <laughs> is it sausage? There's a sausage one on there, yeah. What is that? <laughs> it's awful. Like, I'm, I'm getting. Just meat. I don't know, like a weird... I want to try blueberry dirt. Oh, you're going to mix them? I feel like... I'm going to try pepper soap. What does dirt look like? Pepper soap? That's... No, pepper soap. Pepper soap is two bad ones, though. (laughs) You're correct. Ooh, Here's Here's what I would consider blueberry dirt. Could be blueberry earthworm. Green apple vomit. Uh, You know, that wasn't that bad, though. Which one did you just Pepper soap? I did pepper soap. (laughs) Hmm. Just, there? I, don't I think you should just take two randoms. Mm-hmm. Two randoms? Like, close your eyes and take two randoms. Yeah, and then look Ooh. at it, though, so we know what the combination is. Have one is. of us look, yeah. I have a whole field of grass over here. Can't see. That's <laughs> oh. a good one. <laughs> oh. That's a great combination. I yeah. I do, yes. You'll love it. <laughs> oh. I, think that, it? I think that was rotten egg and earthworm. <laughs> the two worst ones. It's almost like knowing made it worse. Was, Your no, eyes are watering. That was the grossest thing I've ever heard. Ugh. All right, does somebody see which two these are? Yep. Oh, my God. I didn't tell it's gross. What did you see? What, what, what did you think it was? I saw a banana. I'm pretty sure she did banana earthworm. <laughs> I can see earthworm for sure. It's so gross. <laughs> banana earthworm. I have to put that one out. Birthworm. Ew. I just had double grass. Grass was Because I like it. You like the grass <laughs> I one? I like the grass yeah. one. It's just, they really got the flavor of the grass. I can see you mowing the grass with like a push mower, okay, Katie, yep. but you're like, you've taken the bag out and you have your mouth open and you're just like catching the grass <laughs> mm, as you mow. Delicious. <laughs> I think I know what that is, Katie. <laughs> it's um, funny watching someone's face with full of hope and then as soon as they like bite. Is it booger soap? I think it was booger grass. I just know because the booger one is like salty. Unless there's like a like a like a lime or something, but it mm. looked it looked grassy. No, it's grass. I think the rotten egg one is the grossest one. Should I try it? You should just be ready to spit Ew. it out. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah. Oh my god! That <laughs> is awful. That wasn't even in your it's mouth like a second. Instantly no. gross. That was really gross. I was hoping it would be like buttered popcorn or something. I'll try. No. Oh wait, are these all rotten egg? I, I do what eat. I did. What did I, I do? Dare rotten you egg. Eat three earthworm? rotten eggs. I can't even eat one. They're awful. <laughs> they are rotten egg or earthworm, like I did. And earthworm? Uh huh. No. <laughs> it's like, like just ready hits you as out. soon as you like crack yeah. open. <laughs> yeah. They're unedible. <laughs> oh god, it's awful. Ew. So that was birdie spots, and uh, well, the, uh, hmm. the butterbeer actually washes down the flavor nicely. Yeah, yeah, it's very good. I have to say, this is the weirdest assortment of mm-hmm. food. And drink that yeah. I think I've ever had <laughs> at weird. one time. <laughs> Very fantastic. So the last thing we have is um, gobstoppers. 
Everlasting gobstoppers. Everlasting gobstoppers. So the rest of the pod is going to be a long time because we're going to be here for forever. <laughs> and this is from Willy Wonka's. Willy Wonka, yeah. So what's the name of the book? The book is... Charlie and the Chocolate Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Yep. But the movie is... Charlie. Willy, Willy Wonka's... Wonka. Chocolate Factory, right? I think the movie what name is, is different. What is the movie called? Yeah. The... Is it Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory? Willy... That sounds like it could be Not right. Silly Wonka. <laughs> Somehow that egg is yeah, just Yeah, so the lingering. movie is Willy Wonka in the Chocolate Factory. Okay. At least that's the one with, like, Gene Wilder and all that. Yeah, yeah. but they mean the think, second one. Yeah. The second one was is Charlie. called Charlie in the Chocolate Factory. That's with Johnny That's the Depp. Tim Burton one. Did he write the... Do you guys have a preference for movie? Uh, old one. Oh, definitely. Classic. Gene Wilder is wonderful in that movie. He's also, like, kind of crazy. I feel like yeah. it's like an acid trip on the second one. Although the first one has its moments, too. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not, like, I like Tim Burton movies, but, like, his imagery and, like, use of like color and like he, like everything's overacting in those mm. movies and i don't know it's just not my style i just love the old movie because Wa- i just love Gene wilder's character it's kind of terrifying like watching it la- later and realizing like these people like kids are like almost dying and they're just like yes. well, let's go on with the tour everyone when like someone's stuck <laughs> in a tube oh, well. or like when they had the bubble mm-hmm. the bubble water the, or bubble something yeah oh, and they, yeah. Almost, and like, they like, like floated f- up into the fan yeah. almost that was probably, probably the worst moments yeah. yeah oh we gotta try these gobstoppers quick oh. we talked about it but mm-hmm. no i pre-tested the everlastingness of this mm-hmm. everlasting gobstopper mm-hmm. at work today and i can tell you it's not everlasting did you time mm-hmm. yourself i did and i will tell you my results here Katie. um i also will say that there are different flavors mm-hmm. they're supposed to change flavors as you eat them really? you'll have to tell me you're here just take however many you want i like the green one the best what, mm-hmm. does it tell you the flavors or is it like uh no it doesn't tell doesn't you because you. Cool. it changes i think so for yep. my research, I kind of set myself some stipulations. I couldn't bite it. Mm-hmm. So I can only like let it sit there and like suck on it. So how long do you think this thing lasted? If you had to guess. 20 minutes. I was going to say like eight minutes. So those are both really good guesses. But the first one only lasted four minutes and 23 seconds. Really? What? Yes, four minutes. That is so. And I didn't bite it or anything. So then I was like, well, that can't be. I've got to try this again. So I took another one. And that one lasted 15 minutes wow. and 25 seconds. The first one was a dud. I know. <laughs> so I was like, well, now I have to test one more. And mm-hmm. the last one was 6 minutes and 39 seconds. It's all These over are the all over the place. Yeah. So How, That's so weird that it's, it's different. Like, I don't understand. I don't know what it was is. Was your rate of sucking the candy the same? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how you would measure that. But I thought it was relatively the same. I did have a weird, like, spot in my tongue afterwards from the weird dyes and stuff (laughs) and it was just like really like kind of sour they're not like a candy that i think is like like what i would prefer Mm -hmm. did you change color what color did you start with purple and now it's orange i noticed the flavor started to change like it's a little more tart and now it's red so it was orange or you just took it out oh well now it's changing again hold on the the flavor is so subtle though I feel like the no, it's not right. I feel like the flavor really comes out when you bite it. But if you're gonna Did you bite yours already? No, I didn't. Oh, Mine's turned yellow. It. it was orange. So when I was looking for like Wonka candy to go along with this movie theme, Ooh. I was looking <laughs> <laughs> I just bit it. <laughs> I was looking for Wonka candy thinking I could find like a a Wonka chocolate bar. I looked everywhere. I was like, oh, I see them all the time. Thinking like, oh, purple candy bar wrapper. And it just turns out to be like European candy and Cadbury also use purple mm-hmm. for their chocolate bars. So I was wrong. But I think they do still sell them, just not easily accessible. So that's how we wound up with Everlasting Gobstoppers. They used to sell... I mean, that's a very classic, you know. It is the candy that Charlie kind of wins the whole mm-hmm. the whole chocolate factory thing with. doesn't it look crazy different though yeah it's like uh i don't know what you'd call that shape like a firework <laughs> yeah like, isn't it like the unreleased candy because they yes. all have had like other wonka candies or whatever but i think that's like the mm-hmm. the big reveal candy it's kind of interesting because the the turkish delight from earlier in the show it was like the food that like edmund betrayed his entire family for and like the everlasting gobstopper is like the food that Charlie like decides he's not going to sell out uh, Willy Wonka from the factory. Two oh. major decisions based on candy. True. Oh, I had to bite mine. Did you guys bite yours? Yeah. Yeah, in the very end. Yeah. 
It was like a Smartie or something. In the yeah, middle. it's like a chalky candy type taste, like a Smartie. And it kind of reminds me of a runt a little bit. So <laughs> out of these well, out of these last things, what did you like better? I liked oh, out the, of the good last couple? birdie bonds. Those were good. It's um, fun to, the gross ones are gross, but it's kind of fun. That yeah. is one of my fun, like, favorite games. Yeah. Just guess the flavors and daring each other to uh, try the bad ones. All right. So out of it, out of the two drinks, favorites? I think I want to say the Bantha milk. Is, Bantha milk was really yeah, good. That was really good. This is Unbiased, good at, also the milk. Yeah. I can't get I think I could have made way. better butterbeer. Mm-hmm. Like I if think, I'd taken the time and, like, I don't know. Made a better whipped cream and like... I think it just needs a spoon so we can get through mm-hmm. that, yeah. that yeah. topper. It didn't mix very well. That's why I think that if you made that like vanilla shake version where it's all kind of mixed in one, oh, yeah. it would be really, really good. I think if this was my first time having butterbeer, I would have been like blown away, but... But, but you've had Don's. Don's butterbeer is better. Yeah, the part Did you have butterbeer butter when you went to the Harry Potter? Was that really good? Yes, I had too. <laughs> too. i think i got a pumpkin juice and a butterbeer oh, i wanted to try the pumpkin and juice. i was like really disappointed in the pumpkin juice when i was there i remember looking at all of them and i was like reading the ingredients and like this sounds like pumpkin spice this sounds like this and i was like eh, i'm just gonna get another butterbeer when katie went where'd you go the what's it called the wizarding world yeah i saw the top of hogwarts from like a distance and there were trees in front of it and i was like i already <laughs> started crying i was like oh my god she went down to see it and she's like do you want me to bring you back anything from it's in florida right yep yeah and i was like all i want is when you get to the harry potter park i want a picture of your face seeing <laughs> the park for the first time <laughs> that's the best and then out of the, all the food and everything the lemon spread was really good yeah I think I'm going to say lemon spread, too, because Same. it was probably the least sugar. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it was, was like kind of there a was nice a hint break. of sweetness, but I feel like you could just kind of like snack on it. But it would also be good addition to something else. Like if we said, like you put jelly on it or something like that. Yeah, yeah. have a nice cup of tea with it. I don't mm-hmm. feel like I'm going to eat. I'm eating way too much like gross sugar candy. So lemon spread was really good. Thank you, yeah. elves. <laughs> Thank you, Don. Don. Don yeah. <laughs> the elf Don. The tallest elf. There ever we was. humans were graced with some lembas spread. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, thanks for coming on, guys. <laughs> <laughs> thanks for having us. Thanks for having yeah. us. And uh, we're going to take a break for a week, maybe two, and then Andy will be back and uh, more snacks. So thanks for listening today. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, and you can find this episode and others like it on iTunes, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, YouTube, and a bunch of other places. And you can go to our website at www.snackdownpod.com. Snack you later. Bye, guys.